Hi, need a ride? Hop on in. I'm headed to Julia's Trucking Cafe. Come on, let's go. We made it just in time. Come on, let's go get a seat. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Julia's Trucking Cafe. Welcome, come on in, sit down, get yourself a cup of coffee, and let's get started on the show. We have a lot to cover today. So, today... This week's episode is What Does the DOT Have in Store for Us This Month? I'll be covering that here shortly. Today I want to start off the show with a little bit of older news. A lot of stuff has been happening since my last show and I want to get us caught up and then talk about the current events of the last couple of days. So, um, a mechanical problem starts a fire in Racine County on Interstate 41 I-94 near Mount Pleasant in Wisconsin that destroys six cars in what we call a parking lot or a car carrier, car hauler. And they don't know when they investigated this, and this happened back um, June 19th, and uh, they don't know what happened, but one of the cars started on fire that this hauler was carrying and it also burned up six other cars so it shut down the lanes on I-41 and 94. I want to give a shout out to all of the people that called 911. Thank you for calling in. A lot of people are so focused and so going down the road and have such tunnel vision that they don't look around them to see what is going on. So kudos to you for calling in to 911. Uh, these cars that were on fire. All three of the lanes, northbound lanes, were shut down um, when the fire personnel arrived. Um, the southbound traffic was blocked as well uh, until the fire was you know, extinguished. Um, nobody was hurt, thank goodness. The driver got out okay. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the cars were pretty well toast. In other news, a... Um, a truck driver dies after a fatal crash on the Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson Bridge when he hit construction vehicles. So there was a boom truck that had three men working in what we call the cherry picker, the bucket. And they were working underneath the bridge. So you have this boom truck with this big long arm and an operator, a big long arm, and it goes like a big reverse C that were working underneath the bridge. And I'm sorry to say it was a J.B. Hunt truck, and he he dies, so rest in peace driver, when he hit several construction vehicles on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge on, this was a Wednesday morning on June 20th, or this was reported on June 20th, and it led to a fire and enclosure, and this was around the Capitol Beltway in D.C. The three workers became stranded in the boom truck, and... Uh, when it was hit. So the tractor trailer and three other vehicles caught fire 
and they ended up getting the um, a bunch of crews from several different fire departments help rescue the men under the bridge with a fireboat officials said and they did not release the name of the tractor trailer driver the Maryland State Police they were investigating the cause of the crash at that time and um, the crews from different like I said different fire departments were there and the boom operator was uh, went to the hospital with additional attention medics evaluated eight people and they were all treated and released all of these articles that I'm referring to will be um, in the show notes at our, on our website at juliastruckercafe.com. About 100 firefighters from Alexandria, Fairfax, the district, and Prince George's County operated seamlessly together to respond to this fiery scene. The bridge workers were on standby Wednesday to thoroughly inspect the bridge before all lanes were reopened. The tractor ca- trailer was only carrying paper goods. It's unclear what type of work the men were doing underneath the bridge. Officials said there was a liquid dripping into the river from the bridge, but nothing was hazardous, and it quickly dissipated. So they could have been washing underneath the bridge, cleaning it up. Um, You just don't know. Again, you can read the rest of this article for yourself. Um, And... uh, a failed crash sends a truck in the water that closes Lake Texoma Bridge. And this happened the next day on June 21st. In Durant, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Highway Patrol says a bridge over Lake Texoma had been closed following a deadly collision that sent a tractor-trailer truck careening into the reservoir that straddles the bridge with border with Texas. Troopers say the collision occurred shortly after 2 p.m. on Thursday on U.S. Highway 70 bridge that connects Bryan and Marshall counties. Troopers say one vehicle was burning on the bridge and the truck fell off the bridge and is submerged in the lake. The driver of the car was killed and the truck driver has not been located at that time and is presumed dead. Rest in peace, driver. Um, and then on Saturday, a 52-year-old man was killed when his truck struck a ditch west of the bridge and ignited 7,000 gallons of fuel. So there's a lot. I want you to be aware of the accidents out here. We get so insulated by just driving down the road and not seeing anything. I don't mean to be morbid, but I'm trying to give you current events and what's happening in our industry and keep you up to date with what's going on. And in another accident, Maryland DOT pulls over a truck driver, 58-year-old truck driver in the, the way station, James Lee Hobbs, and put his rig out of service for brake violations. So, Mr. Hobbs, being the driver, I'm sure that he was, because he um, was going to get out, and um, a lot of times when your truck is pull, put out for brake violations, your brakes are just, it's really something minor, your brakes are out of adjustment. They go under your truck. You, we all know this. They go under your truck and they inspect the brakes and they measure the uh, la- um, the distance. I mean, between the slack adjuster and the brake shoe to see how much they're out of adjust. Excuse me. And um, so I'm sure Mr. Hobbs 
went under his tractor trailer to try to adjust the brakes to correct it so he could be released and just pay a fine and go on down the road. Well, according to Ashley of CDL Life, who I disagree with totally, this uh, appeared on July 9th, um, and there again, this a link to this article will be in the show notes. He was attempting to make repairs at the way station in an out-of-service lot when the truck rolled backwards over him and killed him. What could he have done different, I ask you? Now, in my personal opinion, um, number one, not adjust him at all if you're not AESC certified if he was a company driver. If you're an owner-operator, we sometimes have to do our own work on our trucks. Save time, save money. Now, what he ended up doing was my estimation, the, the, either the brakes were so out of adjustment that the truck couldn't hold it and he rolled, or the tractor brakes, you know, everything was released, or if the tractor brakes were so out of adjustment they wouldn't hold the whole unit, and he had the trailer brakes released and we were trying to adjust them, or, you know, so you, my opinion would be, number one, don't do it, number two, if you have to do it, set your tractor brake, release the trailer brakes, adjust those, get back in the truck, pull the red button out, which is your trailer brakes, push the yellow button in, which is your tractor brakes, and then adjust those. You do one set at a time to hold it. Otherwise, have a 4x4 chunk of wood or back up against something, a curb or, you know, anything, any concrete abutment to hold it so you wouldn't, this wouldn't happen. Because, I mean, drivers could die on a, a... daily or weekly basis trying to adjust their own brakes uh, a lot of companies out here don't want you adjusting brakes whatsoever now to uh, that was some of the current news and Kentucky police are looking for a 24 year old driver that has been missing and the fam- his family has not heard from him since June 24th his truck was found in Illinois his name is Austin Jones. He, Friday, July 6th, right after 4th of July, um, he, there was filed a missing person report, and Jones is employed as a truck driver for Sierra England. Illinois found his truck at a road ranger truck stop in Dixon. Police say that his personal belongings are still inside the truck, but there's no trace of him. He's described as a white male, brown hair, brown eyes, 5 feet 5 inches tall, 141 pounds, medium build. He does have a thin beard, according to the picture, and a brown mustache with brown spiky hair. Jones' family is offering a $25,000 reward for information that leads to a safe return. If So if you have any information or if you see Austin Jones someplace, either call 911 or contact the Wayne County Sheriff's Office by dialing 606-348-5416. That's 606-348-5416. I hope they, Austin, and also look up his uh, Austin Jones on Facebook. Maybe his family is posting some updates or anything to his whereabouts if they found him. I hope, I really hope, hope they do. And today's program is brought to you by Julia's Virtual Assistant Service. If you need a transcript done of your podcast, or if you know somebody who's doing audio recordings and they would like a transcript, 
and made into a report. Contact Julia's Virtual Assistant Service by going to their website at juliasvaservice.com. That's juliasvaservice.com. They give you fast turnaround time, um, confident service, and uh, very economical prices as far as getting your transcript, your audio transcribed into a report. So visit juliasvaservice.com. That's juliasvaservice.com. Now to the news that may impact us. Kramer wants to have a study done on e-logging devices that impact the drivers. Congressman Kramer of North Dakota wants to, has introduced legislation in the House to require a study involving truck drivers and mandated ELDs that are required on nearly all the trucks. A House Resolution 6159 requires the Secretary of Transportation to conduct a study about the impact of ELDs and report the findings to Congress. In particular, Kramer would like to know how many truckers have quit their jobs due to the ELD requirements. And you know, it goes in this article goes in and explains what an ELD is, which we us truck drivers know. And the fleet said until December 2017 to implement the ELDs on all trucks. The, he says the hardworking men and women who drive trucks are lifeblood of our economy. Let's support our truckers and not burden them. He wrote in a post on Facebook page. In addition to the one-time cost of installing the ELD devices, there are monthly service fees to operate and maintain the devices that a lot of small companies are having a hard time being able to afford in order to remain in compliance. There are also some questions about whether the ELD mandate affects agriculture trucks or businesses that maintain a fleet of less than 10 trucks. So the bill has been referred to the House Committee on Transportation and Infrastructure for further action. So I will keep you posted on what is going on with that. And now the news that everybody has been waiting so patiently for. What the DOT has in store for us in July is Operation Safe Driver Week. It's slated for July 15th through the 21st. Yes, everybody, next week. You can expect to see an increased number of law enforcement officers on patrol across the country. These officers will be on the lookout for unsafe driving behaviors by commercial drivers as well as cars. They'll be looking for speeding, distracted driving, texting, failure to use a seatbelt while operating a commercial vehicle or a car, following too closely, improper lane change, and failure to abide by traffic control devices. I said this on a previous show. I'm reiterating it again because of the fact of it being so close to next week. I would like to thank everybody that for, that is listening in and tuning into our podcast. This month, up to now, from January, we ha- I've had over 900 listeners. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just go on to YouTube and do a search for Julia's Truck and Cafe. You'll find our channel. I'm trying to make it easy for everyone to be able to find our radio show. Since everybody asks me if it's on Cirrus or what channel am I on or anything like that. And then when you tell them internet radio, they're like, oh, I don't do internet. Well, maybe you should start. And then you could go to iTunes directory under the podcast section 
and we're there at Julia's Truck and Cafe. And I got some totally super cool news that we are now on iHeartRadio under the podcast section. Whoop, whoop. We got listed under iHeartRadio. So go to the iHeartRadio app and under podcast, do a search for Julia's Truck and Cafe and you can listen to us while you're driving, while you're getting loaded or unloaded, eating. Um, I enjoy listening to the podcast while I'm driving. I do a lot of night driving. That breaks up the monotony. And it's kind of like having an audiobook with a different chapter every week. Also, please feel free to leave a comment on our Facebook page, iHeart page, iTunes, you know, um, on website, uh, comments, recipes. Um, if you want to do a little video, I would be—I would love to post a little video of how you cook a meal or your recipes for cooking a meal. That would be great. I love to have audience participation. So I'll soon be the recipe page will be up here shortly, along with the. Don't forget to look at the show notes for these articles that I've been referring to today. And um, I'll also be posting little videos of different recipes that I cook in my truck. But it's been, you know, pretty hectic. And a few weeks back, I met a young man named Jowowski, who is an up-and-coming poet. And he has printed a book of ambiguous poetry and motivational quotes. And so, in closing the show, I would like to read just a short one for each of you, and then leave you with a thought of the day. This one by Jowowski says, it's entitled, Peace. Identify your emotions, monitor your thoughts, analyze your words before you speak them. That is very good insight for a young man to um, make us all think before we put foot in thy mouth. Um, I apologize, I was stumbling on my words today, but the question that I want to leave you with refers back to the gentleman that was adjusting his brakes. What would you have done in that situation? How would you have handled that situation if you were put out of service with your brakes being out of adjustment? Leave leave your comments in the comment section on any of the pages that I previously stated before. So keep the sunny side up, sunny side up. There again, I'm stumbling over my words. Keep the sunny, shiny side up, and stay safe out there. And until next time, have a blessed week. the 70 Denver area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 
by any of the 70 Denver area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.